The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memory of Tanks Algie Ward. Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Bringing the Mayhem episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 743, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at True Cult Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go out there, get on the mailing list, check out the stuff they have. Um, Arctic Storm, am I getting that one right? That's mm-hmm. the new... No, damn it. Am I still am I still messing this up? That's the new um cold brew coffee that they have. Right. Right? That's special. They've got the collaboration who I can't remember. Just really get out there, check out their stuff. There's so many things going on and they're just so much fun stuff. Did you see the handmade mugs they had, dude? Mm, not yet, not yet, but you've well, definitely got they're my gone. attention. Like there, it was a limited number. They were like handmade pottery mugs. They were cool because they were, they were old school, like pottery style mugs, like for coffee. But they obviously had a death metal um, flare where there's quartz paint on them and stuff like that. (laughs) Dude, it was great. I'm I'm always in need of mugs. Like we have a cupboard full of like cool mugs with designs you know either from metal bands or horror films or but we don't need any more okay i don't know where to put all these i see a cool mug i gotta have it you know even if i don't know where to put it or what to do with it you know like i just yeah i gotta have it it's just i don't know you know it's just kind of a weird thing so i'm thinking maybe one of these days i'm just gonna have to buy like a uh like a bookshelf and then just put most of them you know on display like like grandma puts her plate collection or whatever in in the dining room i'm gonna have to do that with kick-ass mugs what do you You think curio cabinet i think that's a great idea (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah the good way to start is some some cool mugs from true Cavalt coffee for sure 
Yeah. So Truco Coffee, T R V E K V L T Coffee dot com. Um, don't don't delay. Get out there. Get on the mailing list. Buy some coffee. It's good stuff. Buy metalheads for metalheads. So Snowman, what's going on? Well, I have a a big triple X size True Caval coffee here in my big ass Friday the Thirteenth mug because there's no Lemmys tonight. Because it's been one of those weekends that I had a shit ton of those, and it's been an extra long weekend up here because yesterday, as we speak, was Monday, May May twenty second, and that's uh, that that that's a Canadian holiday. What is so. that? Because next Monday is our holiday. Um, Victoria Day, it's called. What's exactly, exactly. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. That's but, a very um, American answer, you. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, every month we have that that holiday, you know, and some of them mean something, you know, to me, and others are like, okay, whatever. And this is just, it probably has something to do with the Royal family. Cause we're part of the Commonwealth or cause Queen Victoria or something. It was, it's probably something stupid like that. All right. Let me look this up. Uh, we, uh, we can't go any further. <laughs> Victoria day. Why? Well, he, you care more than I do. I have to know. It's a federal Canadian public holiday celebrated on the last Monday preceding May 25th to honor Queen Victoria. Okay, see? I knew it was something. Uh, originally on Victoria's natural birthday, May 24th. Um, it's been observed in Canada since 1845. Now, at least all of my life, yes. That's a long time. <laughs> 1845. Royal birthdays for the members of the French and British families, royal families, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. Well, so next Monday for us is Memorial Day. Oh, okay. And that's when we remember everybody um, who's <clears throat> passed away in a war. Right. You know, like everybody lost their life, life in a war. And, and what's funny is... Because of social media, you know, people are like, thank a veteran, thank a veteran. Like, no, that's different. Like, you know, veterans are still alive. Like, we all appreciate the service, but their days in November. Um, this is specifically to remember people that lost their lives. Ah. You know, which like when I was a like kid, we didn't have these kind of problems. Because, you know, they taught this stuff in school and... You know, as I say this out loud, I just have to laugh because, you know, we talk about how Facebook's going to fight misinformation, but they've done nothing to stop that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Facebook's been spreading misinformation from the beginning. So, <laughs> like, the fact that they're going to do something about it, like, that's just funny. Mm -hmm. Social media seems to pick and choose what they want what they want and what and what they don't and that's how you control the narrative that, that's that's most of the things that people want to ban they're not for banning all of it they're only banning for the ones that are against what they believe in right you know right. so that's a whole that's a whole other topic <laughs> for another episode other, yeah i want to talk about well no unfortunately you did hear at, at the hop of the at the top of the hop 
we lost one of the all-time greats, and we'll pay tribute to this great man a little bit later on. Um, the uh, I'm glad this day, uh, this 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 day happened when it did because I did kind of have a long weekend. I had I had a couple gigs. I want to say hello and happy birthday to my good friend Jess Moe. Um, her birthday was earlier in the month, but she waited until uh, bah, 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 Sunday night to have like a little soiree at her in-law's place because they got a big backyard and a fireplace. And we had the barbecue going and lots of beers, lots of lemons and all that. We just we just had a really, really good time. So it was it was a hell of a weekend and I needed yesterday to recover from it <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not 25 years old anymore like i am with with in in my old noggin here but that worked out because yesterday was oh, my birthday wait a second wouldn't you be 25 years old if you held, held your age up to a mirror now <laughs> yeah actually you're right you're right that's what yes. i thought uh-huh because i turned 52 yesterday as well See, and this is now that short amount of time I get to enjoy the fact that you're older than me. Yeah, for how long? Uh, until December. I can make oh, old man okay. jokes until December. Right. <laughs> until I catch up. That's right. That's right. That's right. So enjoy them while you can. Um, if we don't have really anything else in the uh radioactive metal house cleaning docket let's get into tonight's mandatory metal courtesy of the good folks at true cobalt coffee new release courtesy of the good folks at horror pain gore death the band world eater just dropped a new record really really cool stuff so let's get into that so once again for true cobalt coffee this is the aforementioned world eater with the title track in becoming god Shadows rise 
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Hey dude, what's going on? I don't think a damn thing. No? Like I no. started thinking about this episode and I'm like I don't think I've done anything. Like I may have listened to some music. I couldn't tell you what. Right. Um I, I, this is like <laughs> I I honestly thinking back I'm like what did I do in the past week? Like, I legit don't know. Like, we had a great weekend. Right. Um, we went and saw the Super Mario Brothers movie again. Oh, right on. Yeah, my, my daughter hadn't seen it yet. My son and I had both seen it. And so my daughter wanted to go. I'm like, well, okay, it was good. Let's all go. Mm-hmm. But I legit, I don't remember anything else. Like, I wanted to get to the record store. It hasn't happened yet. You know, so I, I've got nothing. Nothing. So, what's going on with you? Well, for for myself, I did I did make my way to the record store to Planet of Sound and all that because you told me, I believe it was last episode, you told me, and we're going to be talking about the Muppet Mayhem show a little bit later. You told me that um, the the whole series is building up to them cutting their first album yep well as a companion to the show there is an actual you know (laughs) electric mayhem album on vinyl available so i made my way to the record shop and unfortunately they didn't have any in and it's like ah so i did I, i did make my way but my metal fix is basically going to be coming from a couple cool shows that I took in. First of all, the mighty Daglo abortions came back through town. Nice. Murray and the boys are crossing Canada again. And of course, whenever they come through town, I got to be there. Unfortunately, it wasn't really a hangout show. I got, I got there a little bit later. I didn't really get a chance to socialize, to talk to Murray and all that, but Always a good time. Always, all, all, always a good show. Obviously, near and dear to our hearts. 
what made this gig special though is on tour with them as well okay is the legendary canadian punk band random killing i've never seen them live before have uh, their heyday was kind of the late 80s going into the early 90s where they really you know caught their own um you know their own following but they just it, they the, the longevity just wasn't there but they appear to be back now and like i said they're on tour with the dayglows it's a great killer bill dayglows and random like wow that was absolutely fantastic and of course while i'm there gotta gotta grab some vinyl that the aforementioned new record bring out your dead i picked that up and oh it's really cool and it's um you know like they're they're quick ramones type you know although they more they sound more like more like that sentence but when i say ramones i mean you know they're in they're out you know they're kick-ass take take names and this record available now courtesy of cursed blessings that awesome label that gave us those live sacrifice and slaughter records yeah they they picked up this this record as well so that was extra incentive to uh pick it up we'll get to uh some of that soon enough so you can hear exactly what i'm sputtering about a couple days later another canadian uh punk rock band that i've just they've been through town before Okay, it's just it's just one of those bands though that I I, I never caught them and I always see, I always saw their their logo on um on people from the scene on their t-shirts and their pat uh, and their and their patches and all that. I just you can't know everyone. You can't listen to everyone. Well, motherfuckers. Okay, <laughs> came came through on friday and our good buddies and shit happens we're supporting and you know uh they brought a alberta punk band western death through with them and all that so it's like okay this is a good opportunity to finally see motherfuckers and i i loved it it was absolutely fantastic like i said it's got that old school you know, eight, eight, 80s punk sound, like at least Canadian punk that you heard in bands like Direct Action and Death Sentence and all that, and the Day Glows even, a little bit of DOA and all that. It's absolutely fantastic. I loved it. At their merch booth as well, and I've been looking for this record for a while now. I was calling Brad at, uh, at um, Eye and Ear Control, you know, well, we've, we've had Brad on the show talking about his his record distro and all that. I was bugging him to get the compilation album Punk Canada Volume 1 on his racks. And unfortunately, he just wasn't able to do that. But both Motherfuckers and uh, Random Killing, although this they were actually on different shows and all that, they make appearances on this compilation so it's like the second i saw it at the booth even before i grabbed the motherfuckers stuff it's like that 
Want that one? Right there. <laughs> Give that to me now. And then when you go over the list of everyone on this compilation. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Punk Canada, Volume 1. Get it now because Volume 2 is going to be available later on um, this summer. But let's see. Who have we had? Who have we played or had on the show? We've had the Bloody Hell on. We've had Chernobyl Wolves on. We've had an interview with the Narnars. I'm going to play the motherfuckers later on. I'm going to play Random Killing. We had an interview with Paul Gott from the Mighty Ripcords, who I believe, yeah, it's he's he's the gentleman responsible for this compilation and Ah, it's absolutely fantastic. There's just a lot of really cool bands that even though we haven't played them yet, you know, I definitely at some point we will. Like, come on, we have to play a band called Whiskey Shits. I would think point. so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, Punk Canada Volume 1. And like, and like I said, motherfuckers, absolutely... Uh, Awesome, uh, awesome band. I really should have got okay. It's 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 just like okay. You can't, as I said, you, you you can't listen to everyone, you know. But um, when I do discover that band, it's like oh, why didn't I? Why come I didn't know this before? Why didn't I hear this before? This is awesome. So we'll get into some of that, and that's that's pretty much for me. I got a cool record that came across my desk that we'll go out with uh, a little bit later on. The Mighty Rod, the Rods, have a new live album, Live at Rose Hall. That came across my desk, and we'll go out with with a track off of that. So, um, yeah, for me, not, 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 not much either, so we'll just get into some tunes here. How about Something from the aforementioned Random Killing Bring Out Your Dead record. This is Burn the World.
another thing about the weekend, dude, is um, I we took it. It was like I love the month of May. Okay, like you have you have May the fourth. You have Free Comic Book Day, and we have uh, opening day for our Winnipeg Gold Eyes baseball team. Unfortunately, though, with the first baseball game, always comes the first sunburns. <laughs> I can, I can still feel it on my arms and on my face. Uh, so everyone that thinks that it's all, uh, it it's all ice ice cubes and igloos up here in Canada. Ah, no, your cool Uncle Snowy just got his first sunburn of the of the year. That's kind of the week it's been going. Here, let's. Uh, oh. Tunes, tunes, tunes. Sorry there. That was um, the relentless record from motherfuckers. And of course, the whole record kicks ass. It's just a matter of deciding which song. And I had to go with Get Your Damn Kids Off My Lawn. (laughs) It gets sometimes, dude. Now, while it's not literally literal for me, there are just sometimes, you know, when it comes to music and Star Wars and pro wrestling and all that, I tell, I tell some of the Gen Z to get off, some millennials to get off my lawn. You know, I, th- I think, I think once we all hit that certain age, we kind of get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Well, yes, Grandpa, and here's your teeth. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Showing our age, though, is how excited we got for the fucking Muppets. Dude, I was thinking that today because I listened to the soundtrack again today. Oh, okay. And it's so stinking good. I'm just walking down the stairs, just chuckling to myself that here I am at 51, still thrilled to listen to the Muppets. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. I imagine the soundtrack is online, I guess, on Spotify. And oh, YouTube. yeah, it's definitely on Spotify. I listen to it on Apple Music. Oh, okay. Apple I'm Music like... um, tends to pay better, is right. is what um, the research has shown. I don't, I haven't verified that in a while, but um, Apple tends to be where more artists make make out pretty well. So that's typically where I listen. Uh Okay, good, good. At least until I can get the vinyl into like one of my one of my local shops, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to break down and just listen to it somewhere. So oh, thank you, you need to. for yeah, yeah. Thanks for the heads up and um, the 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 series itself. <laughs> okay, to kind of give. You know, like I'm sure, like some people, like the younger generation listening to us, listening to us, might be going, "Well, this is a metal show. Why are you, why are you talking about the Muppets and all that?" Well, it's still music related, and I can't help but think, okay, because I know demographics. Most of our listeners are about our age, yeah, I think or so. you know, our age, maybe about ten years younger, ten years older, kind of ballpark. Okay, so near and dear to their hearts as well would be Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, the house band from the old Muppet Show series. Now, this cool series on Disney Plus, it's available now. We both burned through it called Muppet Mayhem. 
And it's basically about the electric mayhem. As it turned out, they actually were, they still owe a record because they signed a contract, you know, many, many years ago to the fictitious Waxtown Records. <laughs> okay. And it's a label that's kind of down and out. Okay, um, they don't have much going on and and anymore, and this is they're kind of open. This would kind of be the cash cow. Now that's how reflective is that today? Okay, because a lot of labels are hurting. Yeah, and and all that. So like that was that's the perfect, you know, um, story for a, for a series like this. Well, and that's just the thing, man. Is like I started watching it again. And just the opening where she's in her car singing, I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day. And then the guy in the drive through <laughs> says, no, it's party every day. It's like, you couldn't party every day after rocking and rolling all night. <laughs> you know, and then she's like, um, I'm in the industry. I know this is correct. He's like, yeah, I can tell by your fancy car. You know, like, <laughs> it was just so many great jokes that oh. reflect the state uh -huh. of the industry as it is the state of the industry as it was, you know, people miss like just getting song lyrics wrong. Like that's been a thing for years, mm -hmm. you know, just oh, it's so funny, dude. Wrapped up like a douche. Oh, that's another good one. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there are people people else will still take that. They'll die on the hill that those are the lyrics and and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um I have to admit, like, okay, and spoiler, okay, we're 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 gonna be dropping, you know, a a lot of those. One of the like the cameos. Yeah. For me, they were kind of hit and miss. Some, some I enjoyed. Some, some, some I get. Some are like, "What the fuck," you know. Like Cheech and Chong, dude, that was the best. <laughs> when when they like fall through the floor and they like see Cheech and Chong, you went out for pizza. You never came back. <laughs> I know, eh? Because it, that that fits so well because. Cheech and Chong, you know, the stand-up and the movies and the albums and all that, that that was a thing while The Muppet Show was in its heyday. Oh, yeah. As well, as well. So that that totally worked. And you, you kind of, sorry? Well, I was going to say, like, the part that really made me just, just die laughing was when they turn on the lights and like, there's a light switch down here? <laughs> I, I, yeah, they've been sitting in the dark for like 40 years, essentially. Right. And it's totally plausible the way they play those characters. Like, that's the best part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that, the beginning yeah. of, of episode four with it, with them was hysterical. So how about the Danny Trejo cameo? Uh, Oh yeah, I, I'm picturing it in my head. What 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 happened there again? Well, because he's um, in everything. Remember, like when they're singing and they're painting the house, and they're like, "Yeah, we painted the shack," and they're like, "That's not it. That's it." And he's the guy who walks up in the jumpsuit. What happened to my house? <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, he's in everything. Yes. You know, and I, like I, there was never a time in which. 
I went, oh, fucking Danny Trejo again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I absolutely so love that totally works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he was also in the, the Muppets Most Wanted. I don't know if you've seen that one, but that is possibly no, my no. favorite of all the Muppet movies. Ah, like it. It's uh-huh. so well done. The jokes are so well done. And honestly, if they keep going the way they're going with this series, like if if they revive the Muppets and because the writing, right? Like like the jokes, the characters, the way that they wrote the characters and how they responded. Um, like Doctor Teeth, always referring to Nora as "Hey, label lady," you know. Label, yeah, that was great. Lay labels, yeah. Yes, because that's uh, like that's how people, you know, th- like that's what she was associated with. You know, it's just like um, a girl with blonde hair. Hey, blondie, you know, yeah. just something like that. And it works. Yes, it works. Well, and especially with the period that they're supposed to be from. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's the thing is like they they did a tip of the hat to history and to the past without making it obnoxious mm-hmm. you know like it, it was it was really well done man like i love that the origins of dr teeth oh my goodness oh like, well, that's <laughs> that's right up there with the uh wolverine origin story for me right now <laughs> right, right and it totally makes sense okay because he literally was a doctor of teeth, of like in in the dentistry industry and all that. It's like holy shit, of course. That's it's it's almost an obvious thing, but it wasn't right. It was a it was a stroke of genius because I'm sure when they create, like I'm sure this wasn't uh, an origin story for him when they created in the mid seventies, oh, it was no. just, just, he was just a puppet with these big ass teeth. We'll call him Dr. Teeth. Well, and it was also you a know. nod to Dr. Hook, the medicine show. Yeah. That, 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 that too, you know, and you know, on the cover of the Rolling Stone is still one of my favorite songs of all oh, time. As well. It should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, no, totally. Like you could see all of, all of the characters really, um, were based, like I'm talking about Electric Mayhem, like were based on someone, you know, like yeah. um, like Animal, like that's John Bonham, that's Keith Moon. Well, and honestly, it's it's a little bit Buddy Rich. Oh, okay. Like like they they really channeled a lot of phenomenal drummers. Mm-hmm. You know. And then they they just well he's just an animal go out there and be an, be an animal and yeah. just yeah you know, it's just a character but who's uh, who who our age one of their favorite drummers is not animal oh, come everybody's on everybody's favorite drummer is animal <laughs> yeah oh, oh. animal animal so let's talk episode five okay which one was that you it opens probably, gotta... with master of puppets. Okay, yeah, which was that was that that was weird. Okay, but then not so much because of Stranger Things, and they're one of the biggest bands of all time. I wouldn't have called that though. Like Kiss, you know, part of every day. I get that. <laughs> okay, but this ah, because that that's mo- that that was underground Metallica. 
But yes. that song has blown up, though. But it, but so here's the thing. So yes, it's blown up because Stranger Things, right? But also with all the other bands that they knew, it would fit. Like it, it fits with you know, the, the, like the storyline of this band. But my 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 favorite part of that is like um, the song starts and they start trying to headbang. They're like, "Hey, the doctor oh. said you shouldn't do that." And Doctor right. Teeth is like, "I said no such thing." <laughs> He's like, "No, the doctor, doctor, you know." And they're mm. like, "No, Doctor Teeth is a real doctor." And that's when, like, later when we get the origin story, a couple episodes later. But just, I love the running gag with any time be like, um, well, what did the doctor say? And Dr. Teeth will answer, like, no, not you, you know. <laughs> and you knew that they were going to start headbanging. Oh, yeah. It was great. Because it's reflex. Yeah. yeah. Know, and, I, and I, but I just, I love that. I love that. I love that choice. I love that it was Metallica. Like, and it's. It was just so cool, you know, and and you know all the dudes in Metallica were watching that, going, "Yes, right." They were just excited, as, as excited as like we were to see it. They're like, "Yes, are one of our songs in the Muppets," you know. <laughs> That's like um, yeah. Weird Al posted on his Instagram. He's like, like any rational adult, I am uh, waited my entire life to be able to work with the Muppets. <laughs> you know, he was super excited. Oh yeah, yeah, and his cameo was pretty cool as well. Well, yeah, because was he was he in the desert cameo with the marshmallow yes. trip? Yeah. Okay, so I thought, yeah, yeah, the marshmallow hallucin hallucinations was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because and it's a total euphemism. Yeah. Okay, they're not. Uh, they weren't on marshmallows. They were on acid. You know, like... <laughs> no, it was all marshmallows, expired marshmallows. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, how about the commentary on the smartphone in today's society? Oh, like just yeah, just that that whole episode was just was with social media and the phone and all that because that's like I could totally see that because here is you know this this band these characters that are. So, um, so old school. And all of a sudden now, like, what the hell is this? This is a phone? Yeah. What, what the hell is social media and all that? But they, they took to it, you know, at least, well. Well, but some, some how them. about like the autocorrect joke? Dr. Oh, Teeth is saying his things. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. Because of the way he talks. Yeah, the, audio, the, the autocorrect just. Oh, and I hate I hate autocorrect. Yeah, because it wants to correct me the same way. Yes, you know, <laughs> and it's like I'm sorry, I I talk like an old school rocker, and it's like, my uh, nope, this is how uh, I talk. Yeah, and my stupid fucking phone just hasn't figured it out, <laughs> figured it out yet. So, yeah, yeah, that's that. I I okay, I I LOL'd for that. Yeah, you know, well, <laughs> and, and and I love how it progresses, and like they start doing the one chip challenge. What he's like, I can't feel my face, and you're blurry right now. Like, <laughs> like oh, just all the it, they just escalated to all the ridiculous things that happen on social media, and made fun of it, and then like, um, was it was it toots? 
or Zoot that um, took the pictures. And yeah. then, then he had the gallery with his like phone pictures and his like nostrils and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, he's tra- he's waiting for the he's waiting for the picture to come out of his phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. But then, what was the other thing I was going to say around that? Damn it! Um, oh, dude, my personal favorite when uh, when Nora's like, I think Janice accidentally started a cult. <laughs> <laughs> the first Shirleyans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because she had a little bit like okay, she's totally based on Janice Joplin. Okay. Oh, absolutely. But but they also had a little bit of um, and this was this. Okay, I'm not saying because this because the Janice character predated. The whole early '80s Valley Girl, like you know, like for sure, and yeah, and 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 all that. But she had that Valley Girl vibe. Oh yeah, but like from the started before the Valley Girl thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she, 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 kind she, she predates what most people know what a Valley Girl is. Like you could tell, like she's from the Valley, but she kind of was the first building block, the first step to what the Valley Girl would become. Yeah, and I think she was also meant to be a cross between the Valley scene, like where um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash would hung out, because like, the Valley was, was, a, was a very you know rich scene in the 60s for music. But then, oh, okay. so you had the Valley in the Los Angeles area, but then you also had the, the San Francisco Bay area. You had Haight-Ashbury, right? Mm-hmm. So so those, those were like the two hippie kind of scenes, and they're similar, obviously, but, but, you know, they had some distinct things. So, yeah, I think that's that's where they're going, the blend on that. <laughs> and it works. It works. Yeah. It works. It works so, <laughs> so well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What else? I know, like, I know a lot of this is tickling your fancy, and I'm well, just letting you. How about all those sick bass lines that Floyd's putting down? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's. Sure. Uh, and can I just tell you how much I loved um, the joke? Like when him and Doctor Teeth meet for the first time, and he keeps you know playing the guitar. He's like, man, I just can't get that other string. He's like. Watch play bass, less strings, because <laughs> that's the old joke, you know. Okay. Well, what is easier to play, a bass or a guitar? You know, like you um, know. it is easier to play a bass poorly and still be a working musician than oh, okay. it is to play a guitar <laughs> poorly and still be a working musician. Okay, you Fair know, enough. like like um. The, the joke about, you know, I, I know three notes and now I've got a gig is not that far off. Okay. <laughs> you know, especially if we're talking talking some punk rock stuff. But, I mean, there there's there's a lot to it. Like, any, any instrument can be easy. Any instrument can be difficult. But, yeah, like, when you're talking typically a single note at a time, bass would be easier from that uh, respect. Okay. But, yeah, it was just so funny. But, dude, just the music in general was fantastic. Like the bass lines that they had Floyd doing were like just sick. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is great. Right. And what was his name? Floyd Pepper. Yeah. Right. 
like, oh, I love that because he's got the Sergeant Pepper thing going on. Uh-huh. And I like it's the 70s. So, I mean, was Floyd for Pink Floyd? Yeah, or, I'm thinking that too. But was it also like for one of the old blues band Floyds? Because he, he kind of has that vibe to him too. You know, mm-hmm. and oh, it yeah, just it really cracks me up, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And lips. Oh, I love him, dude. Okay, <laughs> with the whole with with the whole mumbling and all that, and I totally get the joke where the band understands everything that he says. Yeah. Okay, because when you are, you know, you're in that close quarters and you've been together and all that, you kind of develop like your own. You understand each other better. Yes. Than than anyone else. Like Mrs. Snowy and I, man, like we have our own dialect. Like we have our own terminologies together that we only use to one another. And we have our own way of speaking to each other and our own inside jokes and all that. So I I totally get that. And obviously, you know, like he predates the lips that we know and love the most he of anvil fame okay because like um yeah the muppet show mid 70s or so i think anvil lips former radioactive metal alum couple times great guy i guess the early 80s you know and i'll bet you i'll bet you lips from anvil he's got some tank albums oh yeah you know in his collection for sure for sure, for sure. What else? Okay. What, what else you got here? Well, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to. There, dude. There's just so much. And I'm, I'm saving like like the the last the last episode. I teared up on. So we're we're saving that one because because I, I love that. But there's there's something else I want to say. Oh, so uh, lips and the mumbling, right? Mm-hmm. How about the whole scene? Oh, and now I can't remember. It was it was the episode where they're filming the documentary, and uh, Kevin Smith is there, right? Right, right. And he keeps bringing all these other artists, and he's like, he's like, oh, a McCartney, a this, and he's like, or no, no, a Paul, and he brings Paula Abdul. Yeah, and 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 then finally, you know. He's like, you know, they get at the end, like, oh, I guess we don't need anybody, and like, like they fly, they cut to his phone, and it's Paul McCartney calling. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we don't need him after all, and so yeah. he just ends up. Yeah, yeah. No, the whole let it be, like that 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 whole episode was totally in, inspired by the rock rock documentary and all Absolutely. that. And you could, yeah, yeah. It got kind of got to the point where Doctor Teeth's his. What's her name? She was running Wax Town Records. Oh yeah, I can't and, think of her name, but I knew who you were yeah, saying. Yeah, but you know, and for the for just that little bit, they had her singing a couple lines. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that was totally Yoko. Oh well, yeah. Because have you seen have you seen the Get Back documentary? No, no, and I probably should. Well, so and that that's why I was telling my wife about this. Like, if if you haven't seen the Get Back documentary. The episode's funny, but if you've seen the Get Back documentary, they literally copied it. 
like uh, where they had that calendar and they're crossing the days out. And because okay. in the Get Back documentary, Yoko walks up to a um, to a mic and just yodels like that. <laughs> like and you're just like, oh god, Yoko, stop! You know, yeah, it, dude, it's so funny. Yeah, like, just just. The attention to detail is what I like the most, right? Because they really focus on the electric mayhem, the characters. They develop all the characters and all the classic gags. They update them with new gags and they take these characters and put these in, put them in modern situations, you know, because think about it, like how many times you said, well, what if Mozart had today's technology? You know, that's literally what they did. Well, what if these, these, this band from the seventies just suddenly had this technology, you know, they'd never used it before. They're just introduced to it. You know, they're like the first tweet, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> all right. When the first time animal hit that electric drum. Exactly. And, and he was looking at it and then he's like, well, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so he hits it once, boom. Okay, thanks, done. What? And that's a total, you know, parody of electronic music and, you know, like the how certain music can be when when you when you just sample music instead of, you know, recording in a, a you know, an entire Okay, like the way like metal and rock are 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 recorded not that yeah. i'm a big studio producer or anything but you know you you record like the drummer playing the whole song you know and then you get into some other music and like i said he hits it one once okay good that that's all we need and now our studio magic will 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 put it together and you could tell he's like what like, like, and I was kind of the same way. Like the first time I walked, and I've said this on the show more than once. First time I walked into a rap show, and there's no drum kit. That was me. The way animals stared at that electronic drum, you know, yeah. like, or whatever the hell that was. I was the exact same way. Like, it's like, what the what the hell is going on here? So yeah, I I really dug that moment. Okay, final episode. Okay. When the band comes around that corner and uh, they find Nora, like, and they're playing Join Together. Mm -hmm. Dude, I teared up. Um, yeah, I got the lump in the throat. Oh, I teared up. That was so good. <laughs> I, like, I'm tearing up just thinking about it, man. It, it, just when, you know, she, she turns and looks and you just hear the band and you see the bus, and there's Animal, and Dr. Keith is driving and singing, you know. And then the best yeah. part is, like, her first reaction, that is so illegal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, what you did in the 70s, you know, and it really isn't thought, well, it, it, it is now, but when we were, when we were kids, you know, we drove in the back, the the back of trucks. You know, there's, oh, yeah. there was no seatbelt, the back of station wagons and all that. And of course, times have changed now. But yeah, now that's child know. abuse. <laughs> yeah. And now, now that no, someone forgot to 
tell the electric mayhem that times have changed, I guess. And all that. Yeah. Oh, so I dug it. I dug it. Do oh, you think this has? Do you think there's there's a okay? And I'm gonna quick quickly put you on the spot here, yeah. but there there's gonna be a season two. I I imagine. I think so. Where where, where, where do you go well. now? Oh, well, that's just it. Mm-hmm. I I don't know because they covered all the gags so well, and I I think they also approached it, which I appreciate. This they really didn't leave it as a cliffhanger, right? Mm-hmm. They they made sure that they told a story and it was an arc and it closed off. So if we only get one season, we can be happy with this one season, you know. Mm-hmm. But I believe didn't they say at the end that they were going to take it on tour? Yeah. So yeah, because that's what that's what they are. I picture. Um, you know, them recreating Spinal Tap, essentially. <laughs> nice. Oh, I, oh, I, I'm in. Uh, like, I'm seriously, in. like, like you're going to take these guys on tour. I, I figure it's going to be like Spinal Tap joke after Spinal Tap joke. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's going to yeah. be every, every cliche like that. I mean, there's, I, I, I really I think there's going to be so many opportunities for um, for for more guests for more musical guests like I I really like the mix right because I mean there were musical guests that we know because a lot of them were our age and like oh my goodness I can't wait to be on the Muppets you know but then uh-huh. there's like a Sophia Carson right where she's hitting a much younger generation. I'm like, okay, well that's good. Cause that brings in the young people to this, you know, and she was fantastic. So like, I, I could see, I could see Demi Lovato being on an episode. Oh, okay. Miley Cyrus right. be on an episode, you know, I could see them getting booked on a death metal show and having cannibal corpse on an episode and, and Actually, the hilarity yeah. that would ensue with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, at least some extreme metal band. Well, yeah, yeah. like so. P- picture, picture the Electric Mayhem and Fear Factory and Muppet bodies flying through the air. <laughs> right? Yeah, that'd be well. That oh, holy shit! A, a, a death metal jam. That'd be right up animals. Well, that's uh, just it, right? Like, like, and I mean, uh, okay, like you know that um, the guys in Anthrax all grew up with the Muppet show as well. Mm-hmm. Picture Charlie Benante and Animal having a drum off. There we go. <laughs> like that's a 30 minutes episode right there. I'm in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. There's, there's just there's there's so many different things they could do that would be fun and entertaining. And I, I kind of borrow from the old variety show format. Um mm-hmm. But uh, I, I love that they kind of took the Marvel approach to this, right? Like, because we were talking about this last week, where you know when Marvel started doing what they were doing, they basically quit writing for all the popular characters that everybody knew and started with the characters that nobody really cared about, you know, and wrote them well. 
And mm-hmm. not that nobody cared about Iron Man, not that nobody cares about the Electric Mayhem, but the Electric Mayhem isn't Miss Piggy. It's not Kermit. Right. Know? It's not the Great Gonzo. <clears throat> and right. I think that they have had so many like misses, like trying to do it that way, that focusing on these characters and really writing for these characters was the way to go. You know? I think so, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can also see like the next thing, and because you mentioned variety show and all that. And that was kind of what I was thinking this was because I saw like the banner on on dis on dis Disney Plus there. And it's like, okay, I don't know what this is. I'm gonna have to go check this out. But I was busy doing something else. I went back to it thinking it's go it was gonna be some sort of type of like a variety show. Like kick back to the 70s you know when variety shows were a thing do they they still do variety shows today like i can't think of at least not not on network television anymore like when was the last time you i honestly don't know like like i know the closest thing i think to a variety show today would be like a sketch show right Mm-hmm. Um, where they just have like the various ske- sketches. And the last sketch show I remember, because I, I believe there's been a Kids in the Hall re- re- reboot, but like the last sketch show I remember was The State on MTV. Oh, okay. You know, and that show was really hysterical because it was so ridiculous. They had two guys um, playing the piano without their hands. <laughs> okay. So the piano, obviously, they're behind the piano, and you see a zip. Their hands are in the air, and they're just bobbing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's a fantastic gag. But um, yeah, like I mean, I guess like late night TV, like a Jimmy Fallon, it, but you know, because they ha- they'll have on different guests and things like that, but it's still more the talk show format. Right. Like, I really right. don't know if there is a variety show anymore. Well, this would be a, this, I think that would be the way to go. Because, you know, that would get like, um, n- like mainstream news talking about it. Okay, like the Muppets are doing, you know, uh, a variety show, you know, and, you know, TMZ, places like that would would probably give them, you know, some airtime to talk about this and, and, and get it out there. So I, I think that would definitely be a way to go. But the next thing I want this, anything to do with Muppet Mayhem is the soundtrack on my turntable. That's <laughs> that's that's the next thing that I want most. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. On this, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be looking for that as well. Hmm. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, though, um, I got a really crappy birthday present when I flipped on the music news and I found out that one Algie Ward passed away. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And for our younger listeners, you might not necessarily know who Algie Ward is. For our older listeners, yes, you will definitely remember the Mighty Tank. Okay, I guess they're, 
most famous record um, in the early, I guess it was about 83, 84, when the Filth, the Filth Hounds of Hades album dropped. And yeah, it was very under underground. It didn't have, didn't sell like, like, like a million copies. But dude, that record was so influential. Like you could hear the punk influence in Tank, and you could hear the Motorhead influence in, in in Tank and all that. But they they took their, you know, they they took what they dug, they turned it into their own, and it's one of the most you know influential underground albums of all time. Like you would be pretty hard pressed to find, you know, the the bands. That even just came a couple years after them. Because I know like Sodom and Destruction, those bands have covered Tank songs. Every once in a while, you know, you'll see other, you know, bands covering them. And you see, you've seen so many artists over the years in the magazines and the Tank shirts, especially the Filth Hounds and all that. And Al, Al Gee Ward, he was, he was the brainchild behind all this so yeah it was uh definitely one of those punch in the guts you know because we it it's you never heard about algae ward you know living the decadent lifestyle like we're waiting for axel rose slash ozzy mick and keith okay we're waiting for these guys to kick over any time now Really, like just the lifestyles that they've led. You never really, you know, yeah, heard that about about Ward. You never heard that about Ronnie James Dio either, which was a totally other thing. So that 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 was stunning, and the loss of Algie Ward is just 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 as stunning. You know, maybe not. He wasn't as well known as Dio, but for me, it was just as stunning. It's like, oh my god, really? Like how? Why? Like, like this is crazy. Yeah, you know. And so, yeah, it's really too bad. So, I wanted to take a couple minutes out and pay tribute to Mr. Ward. He's one of the all-time greats, and he will definitely be missed. Um, the easy thing to do is to play a track from Filth, Filth Hounds of Hades, and all that. But we don't always go that route um they continued on you know sporadically the odd album here and there and i think their last record um still at war is a record that um people should definitely give some time out and a listen to and i figured we will do that right now so for the immortal Algie Ward. This is Tank with the title track from the record Still at War.
The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Brocast podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Brocast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots.
Okay, dude, you know, it was all the rage for a while there. Uh, there was there was just a number of them. And every once in a while, you still kind of see them pop up. Um, those projects where you had the the two big names together, like Coverdale Page. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's the most famous example of this. Well, Mr. Ward teamed up for a really cool project with Evo from Warfare. It was another great British band from around that time. No, I've, we played Warfare on the show and given them their 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 total props. Well, those two bands, Warfare and Tank, coming together, produced Evo Al Alki, just that same type of Coverdale Page type project, and they put out a. Um, Wicked album, Damned Unto Death. That was the track. Nos Feratu. Great stuff. Great stuff. While you're while you're pulling out your old Tank albums or going to Spotify or YouTube or something, check out Evil Alki. Like this, that's there's there's some good stuff, and it's gonna if if you, if you're a fan like me, both bands, okay, it's gonna t tug at the old heartstrings. For sure, for sure. Um, and hopefully, sometime down the line, we will be in the same breath as Warfare and Tank and even Electric Mayhem. We will be talking about this band in this week's Indie Spotlight. We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. For tonight's Indie Spotlight, let's go to the west coast of Canada, A, and introduce our listeners to a great band called Medieval. Their latest record, Mirror in the Darkness, available now. Really cool stuff. Let's give it a spin now. This is Medieval with Among Thieves.
Facebook.com slash medieval band, medieval.bandcamp.com, and medieval, M E D, evil. Okay, kind of maybe a little bit of a more tricky spelling. Great stuff, great stuff. Get in on that. All right, so breaking news here, right? So at the top of the show, you know, we had. Um, Albie from Tank pass away. Um, just in the past 12 or 13 hours, uh, James Lewis of uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra passed away. He was the vocalist for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra oh, from 2004 to 2012. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That, that was in, because like I, I saw the picture. I'm like, well, wait a second. What's going on? Is this his birthday? And they're like, rest in peace. I'm like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know if how many of our listeners have gotten to see a TSO show. It's one of my favorite Christmas shows because it's the one time I can get everybody in my family out to a metal <laughs> yeah. show and yeah, they all enjoy so, it, yeah. and there's no complaining. Mm-hmm. You know, no nobody's worried about like, am I going to get stabbed? What's got to go on? <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff. Um, I can enjoy the music. They can enjoy the music. It's a great time. And it's like I said, it's, it's a great metal show, you know? So, um, man, our, our condolences to James family mm-hmm. um, friends and everything. Cause like that was, that was a big surprise and a shock there. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Just every time you go in the metal news, you kind of hold your breath. You know, no one died, no one died, no one died, no yeah, one died. I'm with you. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but on a more lighter note, um, once again, thank you, my friend. What a fantastic episode we had. Just sitting back and and and, and, and talking all things the Muppet Mayhem. Yeah, you know, and I know, I like, like I said. You know, a lot, a lot of our listeners are going to be like, "Yeah, okay." I haven't given it a, I haven't, I haven't given it a watch yet, but I think I'm going to start right after I'm done listening to this episode. So, yeah, run, don't walk. How can? Uh, oh, actually, um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, a cool record coming across my desk: the Rods, the Mighty Rods. Yes. New live album, live at Rose Hall, came across my desk. Great stuff. Let's go out with the track and crank it up. One of their earlier tunes that really kind of got them rocking and rolling and strutting and strolling. Great stuff. Uh, how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, dear Snowman, RadioactiveMetal.org. That's all the episodes past, present, and future. You can find all our episodes somewhere on the internet, whether that's iTunes, whether it's Spreaker, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, wherever you can uh, find a podcast, we triple dog dare you to not find us because we're mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. Um, at RadMetal666 on Instagram, Facebook.com slash RadMetal. Um, and then we're also on Spotify. And the reason we're on Spotify is because of the fine folks at the Shining Wizards Network. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. Um, whole host of other podcasts out there. Check them out. Wrestling Podcasts, Lifestyle Podcasts. A lot of fun. Um, our sister podcast, Wrestling Night in Canada, is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, where the host sounds a lot like Snowy. It's yeah, weird. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, 
He know, is really very handsome. handsome. Fellow. You know, and I think he might be younger though. Um, yeah, a little bit younger. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah. yeah yeah crazy stuff so um that's that man that's all of it right on right on and once again uh thank you so much in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a bring in the mayhem oh shit we should have dropped a mayhem track at some. Oh, oh you're right. We oh, jeez. Yeah, next time. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Uh, episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. Signing off.